It began on a warm summer day, on the first day of university, where two bright-eyed and bushy-tailed first-years bumped into each other in the elevator. It was a faded encounter, which blossomed into a destined friendship and a soul connection. Fast forward many years later, and we're so excited that you decided to join us today on our podcast, Candid Chats for the Soul. I'm Akil. And I'm Julianne. We're students from the University of British Columbia, and we can't wait to share this podcast full of candid stories that stem from our encounters, life experiences, and everything in between. You can expect unedited, raw, and soulful conversations that come from our truth on a variety of different topics from spirituality, wellness, career, to our candid reflections on the simplest things in life. We hope that our stories can give you inner peace, a sense of connection, and groundedness in your everyday, no matter where you are along your unique journey. Now let's get to the show. So this is our first podcast episode. How are you feeling? I'm honestly very excited. I think I've on I've been waiting for this to happen for a very long time. And um, when I woke up in the morning, I was like, "Yes, today is our first podcast." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. We we had this in mind for a pretty long time, so I'm glad it's happening finally. So should we first start by introducing ourselves, like our names for all of our listeners? Yes, let's do that. Sure, sure. Okay, I'll, I can go first. Okay. Sounds so good. for everyone, <laughs> so for everyone listening, hi, my name is Julianne, and I'm currently in my fifth year at UBC, studying business, and yeah, I'm really excited to be starting this podcast. On to you. Awesome. Okay. Um, hi everyone. I'm Akhil, and I'm going into my fourth year of materials engineering at UBC. And I've been really motivated and empowered this past, you know, couple of months being in quarantine and connecting with myself and with my family. I think has given me a lot of um, motivation to share some of my experiences um, with you guys. So I hope. Um, whether or not you take something out of this, um, you know, I think Julianne and I, at least for us, this is something that's going to be very special, and so I'm very excited about it. Definitely, yeah. Actually, Akil and I have been friends since our first year at UBC. Actually, we bumped into each other. I think on the first day of moving in, we both lived in Orchard Commons at UBC, and I think we met near the elevators or something. Inside and we the clicked... elevator. Yeah, inside the elevator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And we just clicked instantly, and we've been great friends ever since. And we share a lot of commonalities in terms of our interest in spirituality and just living、um, our best lives and just living through just being in this world. And yeah, we're really excited to share some of our perspectives and have really full. On this podcast, which we have yet to name, we haven't thought of a podcast name yet. <laughs> but maybe in the intro, we would have already come up with one. Yeah. So yeah. Or if you have any ideas for our intro name, yes, please feel free to、um, let us know and shoot us a message. Yes. Cool. So before we dive into.、Um, Our the content of our first episode. We just wanted to a land acknowledgement with you all today. So I hope that you will all join us in this. So we would like to begin by acknowledging the indigenous peoples of all the lands that we are on today. While we meet today on a virtual platform, we would like to take a moment to acknowledge the importance of the land which we each call home. 
We do this to reaffirm our commitment and responsibility in improving relationships between nations and to improving our own understanding of local Indigenous peoples and their cultures. From coast to coast to coast, we acknowledge the ancestral and unceded territory of all the Inuit, Métis, and First Nations people that call this nation home. Please join me in a moment of reflection to acknowledge the harms and mistakes of the past and to consider how we are and can each in our own way try to move forward in a spirit of reconciliation and collaboration. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Yes. So, yeah, I'm really glad that we're able to do that and not only acknowledge um, the land that we are physically around right now, but just the entire nation. Especially in a time like today where we're seeing the Black Lives Matter movement and all the movements around the world, I think it's a really important time and a unique time that we're starting to raise your voices as a generation on mm-hmm. things that the things that have been present or have been persisting for quite a long time. Um, and so I'm really hopeful and I'm glad to see other people starting to speak up on various issues. I think it's a very um, important time to be doing so. Mm, I completely agree and I will say for myself that um, I'm definitely in the process of learning about all of these um, social issues that are coming to light that have been for a time but um, have not necessarily had the attention that it needed so I hope that um, we are all able to do our part in really bringing awareness to causes that really matter. Yeah. Totally agree. Cool. All right. So, shall we get into the topic of the day? Yes, let's do it. I'm excited for it. So, yeah, our first topic that we want to cover in this podcast uh, was just our experiences with um, the global pandemic that's going on with COVID-19. Um, Akila and I, we have had kind of like different experiences over the past few months. Uh, for me, I was actually in Hong Kong um, have doing an internship for like right when the pandemic started and Akhil, I believe you were here in Vancouver? Yes. Yeah, so we thought that it would be really interesting to just share our experiences, see how they differ, how they're similar and just the different lessons that we or different reflections that we've had throughout um, these past months and how we want to bring them forward into kind of like a new chapter in our lives as school starts next week. Yeah, I think given the past four months, it's given us a lot of time to, I think with the distance to be within ourselves and connect with some of the simpler things in life. You know, I had an internship scheduled or booked for India and unfortunately, you know, due to COVID that couldn't happen. And you know, at first I was pretty bummed out about it, but honestly, I think these past four months have been so transformative in allowing me to connect with myself and sort of be a part of or have a simpler routine in life, you know, be away from Mm -hmm. friends for a while, have that distance. But I think more importantly, more so than distance, it's creating that silence in my own personal space. Um, I think that's something that I had forgotten about, you know, being in the city in Vancouver in UBC, surrounded by friends and school, it's it was very easy to get lost in you know the hustle of bustle of life for me personally i forgot about creating that silence within me of just taking a step back taking a pause and 
having that sense of appreciation and gratitude for the things that I have and for the things I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. Well, that that makes a lot of sense. And um, yeah, to be honest, for me, when I was in court or my experience with this whole um, global pandemic was that although we did have a quarantine for a short period of time, to be honest, the situation there, um, I would say that I was still going to work every day. And I would say that I didn't actually have the experience of being able to um, have that silence as you are mentioning. But coming back to Vancouver and just Yeah, after my mandatory two weeks of quarantine, uh, yeah, I really also had the chance to reflect on that. And um, not even being back in Vancouver, I couldn't really go out to see many of my friends. And that was quite interesting. And just having to be at home most of the time and being a lot more cautious when going out. Yeah, it definitely brought up a lot of different uh, emotions and thoughts that Mm -hmm. are similar to what you had experienced over the past few months. Definitely, and I, reacting and succumbing to the situation and sort of moping around and not really taking control of ourselves. You know, I'd be lying if this wasn't the case, but you know, for the first few weeks, I definitely felt that, you know, restlessness and, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I have I had this plan of going to India for my internship, right? And I mm. um, wanted to be, doing things and learning things and applying myself and Mm. yeah for the first couple of weeks I did feel restless and um you know bored at times as though I had nothing to do but then I think that brings me to the second choice that we all have which is the things in life life is always going to happen right it's it's Mm -hmm. a continuous flow of events of energy it's almost as though it's fixed, right? As in we can't control. What we can do is control yeah. our attitude and what we choose to do in the capacity that we have. And so I think mm-hmm. the second part to my story during the summer was, okay, I knew I wanted to be action-oriented um, because if I wasn't going to be in India, then I think more so a blessing and disguise of trying to apply myself with the time that I have now. Four months, completely new slate, having the entire summer to myself. What was it that I could do to to apply myself? And I think that was sort of the first mindset or realization that I had continuing into the summer. Um, And I guess, you know, what you were saying with um, being in Hong Kong and um, experiencing these different emotions, for you, do you think there was a certain point in time where you had either a realization of, oh, you know, this is my circumstance, I am acknowledging it, and then I'm going to choose to do something about it? Mm, yes, definitely. I'd say that, yeah, before going to Hong Kong, whether this would just just pass or whether it would go on for a few months, I really didn't know. And there were also some times when I asked myself if I should go back to Canada, if I should just go back to my family. But um, in the end, I or near the beginning, actually, I really had to make a decision um, just telling myself, okay, this situation is not something that you can change right now. And of course, I wasn't able to travel outside the country. I wasn't able to really travel within it either. But as you mentioned, I had to really um, look inwards to myself and say, okay, how am I going to make the most out of this situation? So I really just accepted the circumstance and again chose to be grateful for the opportunity that I did have um, to be in Hong Kong and to experience the work life there which I absolutely loved and I'm truly grateful for the experience so yeah I really did have to make that choice and it's really intentional it's an intentional choice that you have to make oftentimes our environment or what we see on the media can really influence the way you perceive things 
but it was an intentional effort to perceive my situation as um as like the opportunity that it was and it did take effort but i think it was worth it because um for example i remember near the end of my um internship back in july um the virus was getting worse so i had many plans to meet friends like i wanted to go to disneyland i wanted to go um, shopping and go out but when that didn't happen rather than being really upset about this situation i just told myself well this is just one extra reason for me to come back in the future so i just yeah so i just accepted the situation and um, made the most of what it was yeah so that's my story and yeah it was really um great hearing yours as well and hearing that you were going to go to india and that you weren't able to but you it seems to me that you made that intentional choice to um look past the circumstance that you were in and rather look at the opportunity and Mm -hmm. what you could do with what you can control in your life totally and i think to follow up on that well i think firstly you mentioned something really important which is dealing with uncertainty Mm. you know i think as students being in university in sort of a confined space where we have our routines as an you know engineering student sometimes a nine to five schedule Mm. have we're surrounded by certainty we're surrounded by fixed routines right and Mm. i think this pandemic it's the perfect example of uncertainty of change um of change from our usual fixed routines fixed lives and even before i could make an intentional choice to change my attitude even before having intent i think what one perhaps needs to do or at least what i had to realize was adapting to the discomfort right Mm. only in uncertainty i feel is when you can break away from your life of comfort a fixed routine Mm -hmm. in uncertainties when in some sense you're somewhat liberated from the continuous cycle of your life right right because i think with uncertainty or any type of change will result in discomfort right it's our body's way of reacting to oh this feels new to me, this is different. Mm. Um, I don't know how to respond. And I think that's where the feeling of discomfort comes from. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think uh, the pandemic is the perfect example of of creating that response within ourselves, within our bodies. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I think the first step for me was, because I feel like it's only when you have that clean slate, a clean canvas of not knowing what the next step is going to be, is when then you can truly form an intention that is not anchored by external situations in your life, which is not anchored Mm -hmm. by fixed routines in your life. I feel like only when you have a blank canvas can you take that next step to create one intention for yourself one thing that's completely new for yourself for example at least for me my fitness and my sort of simple lifestyle that i knew i wanted to live that was the intention that i had for it was being in a pandemic being at home there was nothing really tying me back right um you know i I wasn't going to school for the next couple of weeks um, and I didn't have my internship. And so it was very new. I, it was having that clean slate. And I think after telling myself it's okay that I may not know what my next step is going to be, I think only then I was able to start making more intentional choices for myself, if that makes any sense. It really does. Well, wow, that was really powerful. Um, I really like the word you use, like liberating. Mm. Like, how uncertainty can be liberating i really love that um and i would definitely agree because our preconceived notions of what things should be it really does limit us 
Um, mm-hmm. Even if we might not think of it in that way,、uh, if we have these ideas of oh, what things should be like, then it confines us only to what, yeah, what is seems to be the appropriate path based on that notion. But if you are really starting from, as you said, a blank slate, only then is anything possible. So yeah, I really agree. Where the pandemic is almost like a macro reflection of just having a blank slate in a way, but that can be、um, drilled down into yeah, really specific points in our lives. So it really makes me think about what in what areas of life am I maybe unintentionally back. Because I have some like preconceived notion of how something should be, or、um, yes,、yeah. makes me think about that.、Um, one example, one just reflection I'm having just off the top of my head is relating to my like coursework.、Um, I'd say that. Uh, we were having a small conversation about this offline before, but going into new school year,、um, I'm really looking forward to it. But it is also giving me a little—I am feeling a little bit, I guess you can say, worried about it. And I think, or I was feeling that way. And at first, I think it was because of the uncertainty, as we had talked about.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had perceived. Well, first of all, everything's going to be virtual, which will be, for me, it will be a totally brand new experience since I wasn't in school、um, in March in the springtime. So yeah, maybe this can be liberating because I choose how I want to perceive this new. If it's virtual,、um, instead of having the fear of. Oh no! Like I'm not sure if I'll be able to manage my time. Rather than giving into the fear of, oh, I'll just get distracted or whatnot. Instead, because it's new, I can choose intentionally with a blank slate to、um, choose my response. So for me, I want to choose that、um, this. Is an opportunity for me to practice、um, positive self-discipline, and it's an opportunity for me to connect to my peers in a completely new way, and to get to know them. It's gonna be so difficult. I won't.、Uh, I don't know what value I bring, or I don't know what is going to happen. Rather, I can choose to see the situation as I'm excited for this opportunity to learn from. Um, a diverse group of students and、um, be exposed to perspectives that I've never been exposed to before. So yeah, that's just one reflection I just had, and that is how I would like to、um, like go into this new school year. So with、um, uncertainty, instead of seeing it as well, as you said, like first acknowledge the discomfort that、mm-hmm. it does bring. But and once you acknowledge it, it kind of loses its power, and you can allow. And then that's where it can be liberating, and where you can choose how it gets to be. Completely, and I just like the last phrase that you used: that the circumstances around you lose power over you. I think mm. that's mm. a really powerful、um, realization to have. I feel like it's only when you truly and fully engage with every action you do、um, mm. is where then that situation no longer has that power over you. Completely hard. And again, I think in life when we won't necessarily enjoy what we're doing, or we won't find love in the action that we're doing or the work that、mm. we're in, what I Tell people, and what I, what I tell myself is, you don't have to、um, trick yourself into loving something that you know you don't like. I think that's one、mm-hmm. that a lot of us fall into is even trying to force yourself to like something is even more energy draining than to just do the work, right? Right.、Um, 
I think one way to lessen that feeling is is to just be fully engaged with what you're doing. To explain what I mean by being fully engaged is, and I think maybe if you want to jump in on here, but mm. what what would your thoughts be? Yeah, like for me, um, the idea of being fully engaged, like what I visualize for myself is almost like I'm observing myself as a third party. So <laughs> it's like I am uh, a camera in the corner, um, just observing myself. So yeah. Um, so yeah, just being really observant of any emotions that come up or the actions that I'm taking. So it's having like a non-judgmental approach um, to totally. the things that I'm doing. I'd say that that is one aspect to it. And also another aspect um, would be kind of like the mindfulness. And maybe that's something that do you want to touch on a bit? Yeah. So I think I think I was able to gather my thoughts after <laughs> you. <laughs> so, um, so I think being fully engaged by being fully involved with what you're doing, um, I think it's tuning into using our five senses of visualization, of touch, of hearing, of you know, just feeling the emotions with whatever action we're doing. So part of it is changing our attitude. To, toward our studies, mm-hmm. right? Instead of it just being, okay, I know I don't like this course. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to study XYZ amount of hours, just get it over with, right? But I think at least what's really helped for me is, okay, acknowledging that, sure, I may not like some parts of it, mm-hmm. but knowing, is there a way for me to connect what I'm doing with my life? Um, that's where the visualization then begins, right? Where your mind starts to unlock sort of its creative powers in some sense. Mm. So an example would be, I, I remember taking a physics course in first year and right off the bat, you know, the first day of class, I knew, okay, this is something I wouldn't enjoy. Um, <laughs> but then what was the professor, he started to connect some of the principles to industry or to a larger scale and after being able to visualize and even visualize myself in industry doing those things I was able to gain sort of an appreciation for the things that I'm learning so Mm. I maybe part of it is also having that sense of appreciation for the knowledge that you're intaking at that moment Mm. yeah I think that's so important um, yeah, for me, like even during my internship, I absolutely loved it so much. Uh, whenever, if there were ever tasks where yeah, I didn't really maybe enjoy so much or they were really difficult, um, I would really just yeah, ask myself, like, okay, even though you might not feel like important or whatever I had, I, yeah, I really tried to connect it with um, what can I learn here? Or even if it's something really easy, it's like, okay, how can I use this as an opportunity to really refine my skills and to really add value to the company that I was working for? So again, this has to, this again goes back to the whole um, like conversation of, um, like not letting our environment determine how we um, experience this life in the end we do have the option to no one is even like um, Akil you mentioned that your professor had connected it to industry etc but even if he hadn't even if someone external um, didn't do that you still had and I'm sure you would have found a way um, to yeah, connect it back to yourself and what it to you. And mm-hmm. what is meaningful could just be as simple as I want to experience being really present and really just observing how I am. In Even that is a, like, a, like a worthy enough uh, like why, you know? 
Yeah, so even if it's not something like directly connected to you, even just the act of being alive and truly 100% present, I think that in itself、um, could be enough. Even if it's some, a task that you don't necessarily enjoy, even if it's an opportunity to observe your emotions of boredom or your emotions of、um, dislike, I think that's. Just another part of the human experience that、uh, we get to、um, experience. Yeah. No, that、I、makes sense. <laughs> that makes no, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, what you said about just being fully present and alive. And I think even adding to that, of just having that sense of openness、mm. Um, mm. to anything that comes your way. So, I feel like this conversation is also stemming from, you know, again, dealing with discomfort, dealing with,、yeah. you know, it's not just the pandemic, but it can also be smaller things in life, you know, whether it be a course or a new relationship.、Mm. I think it applies to anything where if your approach is just, I would say, one present, being present, and then being open. Yeah, and like non judgmental. Non judgmental, exactly. I think that opens you up to fully being engaged and involved in whatever moment you're in in life.、Mm, definitely, definitely. And yeah, that's、um, how I want to live this life, you know?、Um, I think there's just so much that can be experienced、mm. by being open. Like, because we are limitless beings in this world. So,、uh, I think when we get out of our own way, that's when the full, like, magic and the full, like, power of what's possible can flow into your life. What you were saying about being a limitless being, when we are truly liberated and experience that openness, that's when we. Can then make the choices for ourselves. What does liberation really look like?、Um, what's the context of liberation when we discuss it? When we tune into the question of what is the purpose of life, what brings meaning into our life, I think, you know, with existentialism, the conversation can go on for however long it、um, <laughs> wants to, right? In some senses, our lives really have no meaning. And hear me out on this. So, what I mean by that is when I take my life, you know, I'm alive one moment, and then there's a moment where I won't be on this planet anymore, right? And this has been a, just a continuous cycle of life for thousands of years, and it'll hopefully continue for the next thousands of years. Our lives are just so instantaneous. They pop up and they go the next moment. And I feel like when we start tuning into that, there's really a lot of beauty in that thought that if our life is so instantaneous, if you know, there's no real grand scheme of, oh, your life, like you are here you know, for this reason, I think that to me is beautiful. That to me is what. Liberation is right because when we no longer anchor ourselves to anything, to an answer to the question of what is the purpose of life, I think that's when we can connect with the limitlessness within ourselves, right? That we totally have power over the next thing we do, the next moment. And to me, I think. If the world, if only the world can get into that mindset, then, you know, the suffering and the chaos and the wars that we see, I feel like that it's all unnecessary, right? People、mm. could just connect to them being powerful, limitless beings. I think we'd see a totally different world. I think we'd see a lot more creativity and I think we'd see a lot more compassion and. Um, gratitude and appreciation for the instantaneous life that we have. What are, what are your thoughts on that?、Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, as you mentioned in the beginning, like, it might be a really difficult concept to wrap 
our heads around.、Um, but yeah, I thought it would still be really interesting to discuss because, as you mentioned, it can give us a lot of personal power.、Um, because to be honest, like this was a question I really did ask myself a lot. Like, huh, what is the meaning of life? Like, what is the purpose of life? And、um, I couldn't really come to a conclusion, but I guess my conclusion is that there is no like prescribed like this is what your life me- needs to mean by the by the like you know,、yeah. it's not happiness, it's not success, it's not like there just isn't one, you know. So、yeah. like yeah, that gives us the power to create whatever we want it to be.、Um, So yeah, I think it gives us a lot of power, and it also, if we really、um, see it in a way where, for me, what this like, it's one thing to be like, okay, life has no meaning, but what can we, I guess, make that mean for us? Like,、yeah. if there is no prescribed thing, then this life that we do have, where anything is possible, what? Are we gonna do with it? If other people's opinion don't matter, if they really、mm-hmm. mean nothing, and if the end result of what you do doesn't really matter, then what would you choose to do with your life? Like this、exactly. precious life that,、exactly. for some reason, we have. Like, what are we gonna choose to do with it? And I think if we can really live life through that lens, through the lens of Like limitlessness through the lens of, wow, I am the powerful creative creator of my own life. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the The word again is like liberating. It can also it it can bring about a lot of uncertainty and fear, but just like navigating that, like the whole this whole process, like every single part of. Maybe the next point would be well. With this, you know, massive concept of you are the creator of your own life. You know, you have choice to make choices for yourself,、mm-hmm. right? So then, how do we then bring that back to, well, the current society, the current world that we live in,、mm. right? Because I think in saying, you know, I have the power to do anything that I want in life. I think. What may be more relevant is that we have the power over the attitudes that we have towards life. Yeah. Because I think one thing we need to remember is life is what it is right now. Right.、Mm-hmm. There is suffering. There is. There are hardships、mm-hmm. and adversities, and life is. What it is going to be. So I think part of bringing it back into, I guess, the real world of how can we make the best of the lives that we have right now, it goes back to our previous conversation about how it is I'm going to respond and engage with the life that I have. Right.、Mm. Um, I remember I traveled to India village in South India in Hyderabad, and. I was about, I think, twelve or thirteen at the time, and it was my the first experience I had to witnessing poverty and to witnessing、mm-hmm. um, the inequalities, the socioeconomic status of all kinds of people. You know, seeing children on the roads, you know, living in you know small tents and you know scavenging for food. To me, that I I just couldn't understand. I couldn't grasp. How in the world this was possible, right?、Mm. And I think in the media, there's a lot of the victimhood mentality of these people. And of course, their situations, it is suffering, right? It is negativity. It's terrible. But I think the media reinforces the perspectives that we have of these people, right? I then spoke to one of the the children of my dad's elementary school. And their parents, they're aware that the West has privilege and the West has access to technology. But again, given all of this negativity, how are you able to be so positive, right? And I think again that comes down to how you engage and how you respond with the situations you have.、Mm. We're、mm-hmm. seeing 
children and um you know they had smiles as big as the ones i'd seen in canada they had each other even in the midst of you know living on the streets scouring for food they still found happiness or some sense of joy in their situation in their circumstance and for me that was a huge realization that i had especially as a young kid that regardless of the sufferings that we at the end of the day i only have my life to live and regardless of what life presents me with i can control my happiness and i can control mm. how i engage with the life that i'm given mm. yeah that's really powerful um yeah because yeah many th- like there were times when i really asked myself like how come i have been given all of these privileges like being able to grow up in a safe environment in canada with a loving family while there are many people in this world who do not have these things in their lives and honestly i for a long time i was ridden with a lot of guilt and just Mm, I didn't know what to make out of this situation. It just felt really unfair. Um, but I realized that again, like there isn't really an answer to why I'm in this situation and someone else is in another situation. But for some reason this is my life and I will do my best to honor this life by living it fully and at the same time seeing how i could use the resources that i have to um like help others in some way mm-hmm. but not seeing them as lesser than but at exactly. least um yeah making sure that everyone has the basic at least the basic human um needs um i think that is a must but also not inflicting my view of the world on thinking that what mm-hmm. i have is better than what someone else has cuz like i live in a society where wealth and social status is valued above everything but in other parts of the world it's happiness and it's family can't um I, it's not my place to say oh my life is better than yours so that's why i'm like i don't know helping or whatnot mm-hmm. but no it's like um i think Yeah, I don't want to impose my beliefs on someone on others, but yeah, just so I think it's just important to just live the life that I have sincerely with like a good heart with good intentions. Yeah. Um, yes. And what you were saying about I don't want to use the word performing, performing, but still um mm. engaging with that with your duty as a person mm. taking up space in this life right or in yeah. the environment yes. that we live in right that when you're caught up with your own life with for example my own life caught up with school with you know friends with um shopping and sort of the privileges that we mm-hmm. have been times when i've lost sight about the space that i'm taking up but physically but also i think spiritually how is the space i'm taking up you know affecting for example the environment or mm. you know people around me right i think what you just said there about performing one's duty um to this world while also living life fully i think those are two extremely important things to remember duty like the concept of duty is something that i've seen some people you know forget about and i think it's no if no one is at fault there's no blame but i think it's just having that reminder that we do take up space in this world and so yes. it's taking space and there's also that sense of giving that needs to be there giving back Mm, well, wow, that's a really great reminder for sure, for sure. Yeah, giving back to this earth 
that has provided us so much.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you said is true. It's something that we're not aware of on a day-to-day basis, but it is something that,、um, if we keep in mind, I think it will allow us to lead so much more intentional and,、um, yeah, sincere lives.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're coming to. Near the end of the episode. Yes. Yes. Wow, that was quite fun. It was our first episode. I know. Even with our podcast, with our day-to-day conversations, we have an idea beforehand of the way that it should go. But I think part of the beauty and spontaneity and that uncertainty is that even our conversations can flow wherever we want them to go,、mm, or they go wherever.、Definitely. Wherever it leads us to, and I think that's also the beauty of having these podcasts is that when we're fully engaged and we're involved and we're having fun, I think the direction that the conversation goes is beautiful.、Mm, I completely agree, and yeah, it that fits in really well with just the whole topic of the day is just embracing. Uncertainty, letting life just flow, and just trusting that you are exactly where you need to be, and、mm-hmm. um, living through the lens of limitlessness and through the lens of intention. I think those two combined can lead to a really like remarkable and really just、mm, lit up life. You know, fulfilling, yeah, fulfilling, 100%. yeah, totally, yeah.、Uh, And I remember,、uh, yeah, I remember us saying how we wanted to end the podcast with kind of a few like goals or intentions that we have for the next month, and we'll during our next podcast episode. Yeah. 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 So, do you want to go first, or should I go first? Yeah, I think I'll start off. And sure. For me. That's really about embracing the uncertainty, embracing even the discomfort of being away from my friends and peers and classmates again, maybe for another year even. And there is that distance, there is that time away. But I think also remembering that we're given, we're going to be given this time, right? Seeing it almost as a blessing and a、mm. clean slate, a clean canvas that. I get to make the choices for how I want to live it. For me, what I intend on doing is living more intentionally.、Mm-hmm. Love that! Wow, thank you for sharing that.、Um, for me,、uh, yeah, it will be. Yeah, the last time I was in school was last year in December, so it's been a while. So I really want to work on. Really strengthening a daily routine. So even、mm-hmm. though classes are online, my earliest class I think is 10 a.m.、Uh, but regardless, I want to wake up consistently and have even just like a small morning routine, just to have some structure in my life、um, to really start off to set the tone for the rest of my、Definitely. day. Yeah.、Um, but in parallel, I also want to really practice. Like compassion towards myself and、um, understanding towards myself,、uh, just because I would usually tend to be quite harsh on myself in terms of scheduling, and I can foresee myself having all of these plans of staying disciplined, but、mm-hmm. being overwhelmed, and then eventually just. Not having any routine, so but、yeah. I think if I can really practice kindness and、um, have the perspective of okay, every day is a new day, and not letting the previous day determine what or dictate what my, my tomorrow will look like, I think that will the energy of kindness will allow me to achieve my goal in a in a much better and more、uh, in a. In a more sustainable way,、mm. so that is my goal for September.、Uh, just ease into a routine with the perspective of kindness. I love that. I think that's extremely powerful. It's okay to fall back. Also, part of that is forgiveness. 
Mm. Um, I think when we're surrounded with other people or oftentimes you know it's very easy to give back to our communities or to other people but i've re- realized especially for me i've had trouble over the years of giving myself that forgiveness and showing compassion mm. to myself um and i think even that for me is uncomfortable of right. showing that kindness and so i really i really value what you just said Hey, thank you. I'm glad it resonated. And yeah, I hope all our listeners can also yeah, take what resonates with you and see if implementing this type of intention and this type of uh love can yeah, resonate with you because we all deserve to feel loved and by ourselves. By ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Oh, I I'm so happy we got to do this, Julian. <laughs> Me too. It's been and yeah, very very. And as of right now, we're thinking of making this a monthly podcast. But who knows if if our listeners, <laughs> if you really like the podcast and you'd like to hear more, we'll consider yes, making definitely. it uh, more frequently. So yeah, just let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. What you think about? This style of us going back and forth. Um, any topics that topics. resonated with you? Exactly. Oh or yeah. Topics, topics that you'd like, you know, you'd like us to discuss about. We're all, you know, the classic saying, "We're all in this together," but we really are all in this together, mm-hmm. right? We're all walking our own paths in this life, and I think there's so much that yeah. we can learn from her. You know, even from this conversation, I think I learned a lot from you, Julianne, and. Hopefully there are things and I'm just happy to be in the space with you and with our listeners. Yeah, so grateful for this platform. Um, yeah, especially during um, COVID. Uh, it's so great with friends in this way. So yeah, we hope that this conversation brings you all some comfort and during this time and wishing you all the best. And until next time. Until next time. We'll catch you guys later. Yes. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on Candid Chats for the Soul. We'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to connect with us on Instagram. Be sure to like, subscribe, and tune in to the next podcast. We'll see you there.